Good morning from snowy North Vancouver, British Columbia. It's not snowing now, but there's a nice little dustiness snow all over the neighborhood here uh, in Upper Lonsdale. I'm heading out uh, through a little park and through a forest right here on the way to Lonsdale Avenue. Go over the Trans-Canada, down towards Lonsdale Quay, onto the C bus, and onto another bus to go to Vancouver City Hall. The reason I'm going, well, uh, the Governor General is in town, in Vancouver, um, for some sort of meet and greet. You know, the things that got, ooh, it's starting to really kind of snow again. The clouds have moved back in. Oh. Anyway, Governor General, who's really the last political governmental link left with the old British regime, and uh, it's a French-Canadian woman. The Governor General is a French-Canadian woman, and she was recently appointed. The post has a little bit of controversy because, um, you know, uh, she's paid well to make these official visits and stuff. And some people think the money could be better spent elsewhere. Some people think that it uh, taints Canada's sovereignty. As it is today, she's meeting with Sam Sullivan, who's kind of the uh, Olymp post-Olympic rock star. He's the mayor of Vancouver, and he's a quadriplegic, and he accepted the flag in grand style at the closing ceremonies and became a big hit with that. And kudos to him politically. Um, I wasn't for him in the election, but now that he's going with the position, get yourself an agent, man, because it's going off for you. So um, he'll be out there today. So we'll see with the a uh, little bit more inclement than uh, usual in Vancouver weather. We'll see what kind of turnout there is today. But there, uh, the the gist of the ceremony, it's something about an Olympic flag from Oslo from the original Winter Olympics or something, or from 1952. No, that was somewhere else. Anyway, um, something about an Olympic flag. So I'm going down to check it out, stomping through the forest in the snow. All right, well, after uh, a super crowded bus and a C bus and another bus, I'm here at Vancouver City Hall, and I've actually never been here, and I'm coming right back. Oh, it's just looking great because it's just a crispy, snowy day, and there's sakura blossoms here on the cherry tree, and it's a big old gothic-looking metropolitan building. And okay. And there's, like, uh, it's all sorts of pageantry. Ooh, there's some big, giant horses and uh, some officers on them. Distinguished guests, chers amis, I am truly delighted to be here. And I wish to start by addressing a, a persistent rumor. You may have heard that uh, I accepted the position of Governor General because of uh, the opportunity it would afford me to visit, to visit Vancouver more often. <laughs> Well, I cannot completely refute this claim because I have to say that I love your city and have already confessed that since my first visit here, I have always thought that if I were to choose to live anywhere else in Canada outside of Montreal, it would be here. Mayor, in addition to English, Cantonese, 
and Italian speaks French. We both really, I have to say, Sam, impressed people in Torino, chatting uh, with them in Italian fluently. Sam and I have this in common. We believe the more languages you speak, the broader are your horizons. Languages allow one to connect to so many other experiences, to so many human perspectives, ideas, and dreams. Indeed, British Columbia boasts a vibrant Francophone community, more than 63,000 strong. From its early origins in Maillardville, here in the Lower Mainland, French presence in BC has continued to grow and thrive. It now supports many community organizations like La Boussole and others, which offer cultural events, translation services, and a place to meet and connect. Moreover, British Columbians of many cultural backgrounds are embracing both our official languages. It is heartening to learn that your province both more school children in French immersion programs than any province in the country. And I was impressed to see so many children greet me in French as I arrived in Victoria, again here in Vancouver. Et je tiens à le redire en français. Bien que Vancouver soit aux antipodes du Québec, Je me sens tout à fait chez moi ici. Évidemment, la chaleur de l'accueil que j'ai reçu y compte pour beaucoup, mais aussi il y a le fait que votre mère, qui parle anglais, cantonais et italien, parle également le français. Monsieur le maire, vous, avez la, vous savez tout à fait la richesse que représente le fait de parler plusieurs langues, et je l'apprécie. La Colombie-Britannique. Sam, I have already had the pleasure of meeting you under the most auspicious of circumstances. Just two weeks ago, we celebrated together the exceptional performance of Canada's team at the Winter Olympics in Torino. It was truly heart-swelling to witness the joyous victories of amazing young athletes like Clara Youth and Cindy Klassen on the world stage, and no doubt, that Canadians across the country shared in the thrill of their achievements and were moved by the pride that they showed on the podium as our national anthem played behind them. But here in Vancouver, you must have felt a special ripple of excitement as you anticipate your own opportunity to share the truly spectacular gifts of your own city as host of the International Olympics and Paralympics in 2010. And those gifts are reflected not only in the beauty of your scenery and the great diversity of your citizens, with whom you know the whole world will feel at home, but also in the vision of your leaders and the generosity of your hearts. I am speaking here of um, the inspirational commitment that your city has made to ensure that Vancouver's games are a model of inclusivity. 
and that no member of your community will be impacted negatively by their presence. I hope that your unique approach becomes a, a model of the world and part of the criteria that future Olympic communities must commit to meeting. And I salute you for making inclusiveness a condition of Olympic sponsorship, for involving the First Nations right from the start, for insisting that private sector partners support job training in the downtown east side, for ensuring that corporate sponsors fund social development initiatives to enhance life, not just in Vancouver, but throughout the province. And what better goal than to use the Olympics and Paralympics to build capacity, not just in sport, but in volunteerism, in the arts and culture, in community, in the broadest sense of the word. I also understand that uh, integral to this program is uh, the drive to help create greater opportunities for people with disabilities. Mayor Sullivan, your insistence on finding a way to carry the flag at the closing ceremonies in Torino provided a powerful symbol, you know that, in showing the world that nothing is impossible for those who dream big, you really underlined the importance of ensuring that all people are integrated into our societies and are able to contribute their gifts. Disabilities are among the characteristics that we have allowed to isolate or marginalize people, to deny them the rights and the responsibilities of full citizenship. And I have pledged to use my office to really focus attention on breaking down such solitudes, the differences of all kinds that continue to separate us, age and geography, gender and ethnicity, language and religion, poverty and, indeed, disability. And so, I really take inspiration and heart from the work that you're doing here to build community and connection among all your citizens, from Maine and Hastings to 41st and Granville, from uh, those with the most power and the biggest voice to, do, to those who struggle at the margins, silenced by their difference. Even the richest nation in the world cannot afford to waste the resources of one single human being. And I, I believe that in the context of a new global environment, still rife with misunderstanding and violence, the capacity to build a trust and consensus to make room for and capitalize on the unique contributions of each and every citizen is really among our most important
collective responsibilities. And your profoundly multicultural city, where people from all corners of the world live and work and thrive in harmony, where English as a second language students outnumber the Canadian born, where the standard of living is consistently rated among the top in world surveys, well, your city is a beacon of what's possible, a model of how diverse communities can live and prosper together. Yesterday, at my arrival, I had a very meaningful meeting with organizers and youth from Mosaic. This Vancouver organization has been facilitating the integration of new immigrants and refugees in their new country for 30 years. Quite an achievement, I have to say. And I was very pleased to share my own experience with those uh, young immigrants and refugees. So this is one example to say that I really look forward to learning more about your initiatives. I am certain that you have much to teach us all, and I hope to be able to share your stories with others across the country, to build a genuine collaboration that I can maintain in the years to come. I brought the snow with me <laughs> to put you in the Olympics and Paralympic spirit. I thank you for your extraordinary warm welcome. Merci, grazie mille. Well, the atmosphere has turned festive as Mayor Sam Sullivan and the Governor General go out to meet and greet the crowd. It turns out the Olympic flag portion, due to the cramped nature of inside City Hall, is not open to the public, only to the media. So I'm not sure if I'll be able to weasel my way in there.
Well, inside of City Hall here, things are quite exciting. Here's the original flag from the 1952 Oslo Winter Olympics. Wow, it's quite a sight to behold. Now, since the first Winter Olympic Games in Oslo in 1952, this flag has uh, been handed off to each new host city, and once it's displayed in that city's, the host city's city hall, that, uh, that becomes the official city of the Olympiad, so it's protected by all the uh, magical powers of the ancient Greek gods. And it has a little cool stash box, a velvet lined stash box with a bunch of little plaque uh, things on it that have the name of each host city that's been handed to every four years. And just, it's displayed here in, in sort of the, I guess it'd be like a little mini rotunda area in the middle of City Hall in a big glass case. And John Furlong, who's the head of the bid and uh, the organizing committee, is here and some questions from the media. Sam Sullivan and the Governor General have vanished into the uh, catacombs, but the media is well represented and cameras are clackety-clacking and films rolling and microphones are uh, out everywhere. There's some French news here. So it's quite a, quite a little the, uh, media event. Although listening to the mainstream media doing their interviews, it's a little bit ridiculous, right? The questions that they're asking and the whole uh, context that they're putting it in. But they sort of dumb it down, I suppose. But uh, they have the bigger microphones, so they get in. This, they got the little signs around the microphones, right? Favorite 2006 Olympic moment? Oh, favorite 2006 Olympic movement was Clara Hughes crossing the finish line against Cindy oh, that Tyson was good stuff. for the big switch from gold to. That was huge. Yes, it was fantastic. And what was the biggest lesson learned in Torino, looking ahead? I think the biggest lesson learned is the awesomeness of the challenge. Right on. Well, you're doing a great job. I love it. Well, back outside City Hall, the snow is just dumping. It has picked up, and it just looks spectacular here with these cherry blossoms. It's quite a bit of rigmarole and, and hoop-de-hoop here. And while I don't necessarily agree with the politics of either the Governor General's position or Sam Sullivan, certainly, his political policies, it's cool to see uh, everyone coming together from diverse, and it sounds a little naive to say this, but coming across from the spectrum to support something that's, that's going to be pretty exciting and pretty cool. And it is coming, so whether you like it or not, well, it's coming, so get on board, and you'll have a lot more fun. Now, I have to find my way uh, back up to North Vancouver, which uh, you can't even see downtown now, but with all the snow and all. So I'm going to hunker down and uh, put on the scarf and make my way north. Indeed, I am well pleased that you've chosen to listen to this Olympic Outsider number 7, originally recorded March 9th in Vancouver, British Columbia, by me, Dave Thorvald Olson.